Did Doja Cat sell her soul mm. to the devil? Can you sell your soul? Exactly. Is it possible? Mm -hmm. What does it mean? Have you done it already? You can be redeemed. You can be restored. And and so the question is, how, if you think you've sold your soul, do you unsell it, quote unquote? Mm. And the answer, I think is... What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. My name is Ethan. And my name is Derry. And guys, go check us out on all the social media platforms. We're everywhere. We make videos that are extra content other than the show. Check us out besides listening to this. Also listen to this and share with your friends. And I will add as well, subscribe on YouTube and Spotify. We're trying to get a lot. like, I don't know, as soon as we get to like a thousand subs on YouTube, we can like live stream and stuff. Um followers on tiktok when you live stream we're trying to get up there mm. so even though most people don't watch on youtube most people listen right anyways i wish there was some kind of other like live streaming podcast thing we could do we could do rumble yeah most people don't listen there on there <laughs> I don't think they do live uh, but yeah i mean i see yeah. live streams yeah well anyways today we're asking the question did doja cat sell her soul mm. to the devil and more broad like can you sell your can soul in you general Sell your soul. slightly about Doja Cat, but mostly just opens up to this question of, uh-oh. 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 Yeah, so here's a picture of Doja Cat. Now, we edited this because we're a family-friendly podcast here for the most part, <laughs> and uh, we're also Christians. We don't have any explicit episodes, definitely. We don't, definitely don't haven't sworn in past episodes. episodes where yeah. they might be explicit. Because <laughs> they um, don't exist. So, yeah, we edited this picture to make it more appropriate, but... Doja Cat recently released a song called Demons. She has another song called Paint the Town Red, mm. where she talks about demons devils her imagery mm. obviously she's in a bunch of makeup right now that dairy said could pay for his college tuition yes um looking like a devil her other content is also very um satanic adjacent looking. we didn't watch the music video because we're i didn't pure christian boys yeah yeah I, our eyes have not been tainted <laughs> by the music video yeah yeah i read but, the i read the lyrics but mm, i don't need to see it <laughs> i don't think i need, I don't to, need to see it. it so the originally why I think we started talking about this the last time we did an episode like this, which is maybe six months ago or something. I can't really remember, but I don't know. Yeah, we did another episode about this kind of demonic stuff. And I think we talked about uh, Sam Smith, Sam Smith mm -hmm. uh, and maybe Nicki Minaj or something. And in the prevalent culture I've seen in the past, it'd be popular, right? We talked about it, that we shouldn't really think it's abnormal, like it's normal for the enemy and the world to act like the world and the enemy. If you're not for the kingdom of light, mm -hmm. you're for the kingdom of darkness, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty typical. So this isn't just the same episode that we did back then. Not just, right. not just a repeat, right? right. Um, in my opinion, this has gone from and every once in a while thing, like once a year, an artist puts out a music video kind of or thing. Or a picture. Yeah, or somebody has a Grammy performance, which was what it was last time. Um, to this time, literally, every time I see a new music video, listen to lyrics from artists that I listen to, dude, all of it is about the devil and Satanism and stuff. And it's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it went from a movement, especially early 2000s, 90s, where to have satanist imagery in your songs and stuff was less of like a allegiance to satan thing and this is gonna sound like a, a contradiction but it was less of like uh it was less of directly an advance of i i hail satan and more of like a i don't like your institution of christianity or mm -hmm. your your rules you have on me and it was more of like an anti-authoritarian symbol very much so and in my opinion it was it's used by like punk people a lot just in their imagery um obviously still don't agree but it, it wasn't directly like a, a statement of i follow the devil most of the right, time right. it was sometimes but mostly it was like a rebellious symbol mm -hmm. still rebellion not of the lord so still not a good thing but 
it wasn't directly like a Satanist thing, in in my opinion. Right. Other people could differ from me, but in my opinion. Um, and I think it's really evolved to now, specifically this year, maybe a little bit of last year. It is such a popular thing. I don't know what it represents anymore. And I don't Satanism. think I don't think that it's just as a purely like anti-Christian thing. I it, it literally it used to be a thing of making fun of Christians. So we're going to be the devil and songs mm -hmm. and stuff. I don't think that's what it is anymore. Well, now it's an actual like demonic. I, I, at least I believe it's an actual demonic. I'm engaging with demons. Yeah, I'm being public about it. I'm no longer because here's the thing. Famous, not all famous people, but famous people, politicians, governmental bodies mm -hmm. down through history forever have always engaged in probably demonic things, mm -hmm. oppressing the poor, um, you know, unjust stuff with money and probably yeah. more cultic things as well. There was the whole Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove stuff before he went right. way off the edge and all that stuff right. being true. Joe Rogan talks about how Alex Jones talked about Epstein's Island. And then he's like, and Jerome was like, no way, dude, like years before this happened. Yep. And then Epstein Island came out, right? And it was true. And so the, what you could call the elite or Hollywood government, whoever, mm -hmm. that's not like a new thing for them to be engaged in demonic stuff, but now they're not hiding yeah. it. Yeah. And I even read this article a little bit ago. I can't remember who was the musician in question here, but the article was like, I was forced to, to put out or not forced, but very heavily push to put out lyrics that were using the imagery of like Satanism mm. and stuff back in the like mid 2000s. And this artist was saying like, this was kind of the agenda pushed on me. I think it's very clear now that it's not the agenda that's pushed. It's the agenda that like the artists themselves are pushing onto the mainstream. Like mm -hmm. it is, it is clear from all of the album arts that people make. Like if you go on the uh, top 100 songs right now and you just scroll down, like every 10 songs, one of the album arts has, horns or snakes or devils or some kind of like devil creature or satan kind of mm -hmm. picture or image in it it's yeah. super 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 popular right now and i don't think it's it doesn't feel like a trendy thing you know what i mean yeah it seems like an actual like display or representation of what people believe yeah even if i remember correctly to the point where i believe it was target who had lgbtqia plus friendly clothing that was i think it was like demons or something like that with all sure this stuff. I, I thought it was i can look it up just to make sure i'm not Fake just, news. Uh, just being a liar here but it's yeah it's it's so public now that mm. it's it's gotten to the point where it's like yeah they're not trying to hide anything it's obviously demonic mm. the agenda is demonic and if it is satanism there's a satanism that is like do what thou wilt right and we can talk about that you know like that's a that's a classic satanic mm. thing like the christian world says Jesus says, die to yourself, do what God wants, mm -hmm. die to your desires, follow God and listen to him and uh, um, overcome your desires for the purpose of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And Satanism would say, do what thou wilt, do whatever you want. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stop. You don't have to have any self-control. Whatever right. you want to do, it's it's good. Yeah. And so it's ultimately a religion of self. But this is a different kind of Satanism, mm -hmm. which is a, towards Satan. Yeah. I think it's been pretty clear on the podcast in the past. I'm not like a fan of like alarmism or anything. I usually don't side on like, or get, or get, yeah, or get like, what is that riled up about like the culture doing non-Christian things? You know oh, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like when, if the target thing's true, like I just didn't really care. Like I just, it's just normal to me. My response is almost always like, 
that let non-Christians mm. be non-Christians. Why are you surprised this is happening? But it's become so extremely popular and prevalent. It's like hard for me to not see anymore. It's one of the first like cultural phenomenons that is really catching me off guard. And maybe I'm just getting older or something, mm -hmm. but it's so weird how blatantly positive it's being displayed. You know mm. what I mean? It's really, really strange. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a picture by that Target had. They took it down because of all the outrage, but it was a goat with horns, which is usually um, shows a picture, of, which is usually a picture of, like Baphomet, um, and it has like a third eye with all the different gender things coming off, and it oh. says Satan respects pronouns. Hmm. So if the goat with horns that represents Baphomet wasn't <laughs> enough, that almost sounds that almost sounds like a <laughs> a very like fundamentalist like propaganda meme like against like the world it's like don't be like the world and then they'd make this graphic of like yeah this goat with a third eye and all the like yeah. flags and stuff yeah. but target just literally just made it they just did it so they just did it it looks like a yeah this cringy like up-and-coming artist trying to be edgy but right. target actually did it right you know yeah. and it said, if it wasn't enough that it was a goat like your grandma posts that and she goes watch out don't make sure you're not going to hell or yeah. something yeah but so even, even to the point that. where Target's like promoting Satanism and it is questioning like, why is this happening now? Because never in the history of my life and I'm only 27, so that's not a lot. Mm. Like why, like growing up, that wasn't normal. And mm. for like four-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds in school, it's just normal to see Satanism everywhere. Yeah. That was not the norm for us. Yeah. You know? I feel like in my day, it was kind of cute. You know what I mean? It's like cute little devils or something or like Halloween someone's a devil or yeah, something yeah. it wasn't at all like a big thing at least for me I didn't think it was and no one was wanting to do it or no. maybe maybe some people dressed up as witches but that's about as edgy as you got yeah in Halloween and it's mostly because there was a TV show about it or something yeah Wizards of Waverly Place yeah which I was not allowed to watch I think I was after my time no we're the same age I don't I didn't have cable so I don't know it was like 13 14 years old yeah I wasn't watching cartoons um, then <laughs> It was not a cartoon. Or whatever. It's you know, Disney Channel. <laughs> um, so the question we want to ask then is, did Doja Cat sell her soul mm. because of this? And then broadly, is it possible to sell, sell your, soul? your soul? What does the Bible say about it? What does the world say about it? Because evidently the world has answers on how to, yeah, dude, awesome. <laughs> how to do how to do it and how to undo dude, it. Do we cracked up in the Google searches for this one. <laughs> so, it was great. So part of it's going to be like a hopefully more comedic, lighthearted, laughing at like, yeah. what? But then there's a really serious reality of like, people might be scared of this, mm -hmm. um, especially people who maybe are scared of losing their salvation, might mm -hmm. be worried about this, or maybe there's family members they Dude, think Dude, when you're a kid, this. you're always worrying, oh my gosh, I'm sure I made a deal with the devil at some point, I just don't remember it, or I had a dream about it, like I'm sure it's happened, I'm so afraid. Right. It right. happens all the time. So. The question is, if you do sell your soul, can you be redeemed? Mm. And can you unsell your soul? I'll answer that one at the end. Is there Stick a around. receipt that you return to, yeah. you, you give the receipt back yep. and I want my soul back? Yep. Um, is there, I don't know. So we're going to we're gonna look at some Bible verses, some that lean more towards, yes, you can um, sell your soul, and some that say, no, you can't. And I'm going to discuss a little bit about that and go back and forth. So stick around to the end to find out mm. if you can sell your soul, if you have sold your soul, and how mm. to get it back if you have. When you get to hell, there's like a little kiosk on the side, like to the main gate where you have to go, and there's like a little waiting line, and you have to like exchange your soul, like to do a little refund. <laughs> Sorry, I'd like, to, I'd like to return my purchase. I'd like to return this. They're like, ah, oh, 30 day back money. Do you have a receipt? I'm like, no. no. How do I have a receipt? Is it used? Is it used? Yes. It's been no than, refunds. It's been more than 90 days. Yeah. So <laughs> did you use the powers you got for it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we promised you money. Did you spend that money? Yes. Yes. You can't return it. Sorry. You can't refund it. No ref refunds. <laughs> Anyways, pretty serious topic that we're kind of making light of, but you know, 
it that's is, nature it is of, funny too you know yeah it, it's time. okay to have fun and talk I, but i also have a tendency to laugh and make jokes about everything so yeah um so the question is Can you what's the history dairy what are we yeah. what are we where did this idea of selling souls come from is it as old as the bible or is it more mm. recent mm. really fascinating i think we did we did some digging for this one because i actually didn't know like a lot of the topics we do i just have already formed opinions on i've read books about that kind of stuff but this one i just hadn't really researched You're that cool. much you read all those books yeah you've read 183 books 182 books what how many episodes we've had oh yeah <laughs> i i don't think i've read 182 books but some of the books i've read have just you've covered listened to 170 episodes. of them listen <laughs> one book in particular i've read has covered most of the episodes that we've done it's called the bible it's called the bible <laughs> <laughs> and i've read it a lot so that's mostly what i'm getting exactly getting that from but anyways uh, i read 66 books a year <laughs> sometimes a couple times a year anyways <laughs> uh the history of selling your soul is very interesting uh, with the english language it goes back to like the 1500s around there is the first time it's mentioned in english literature and when i tell you i was doing research for this i thought i knew what only english was i don't i definitely didn't i was reading some some playwrights where it was mentioned and i was like this isn't english and none of these words are spelled in english yeah, I, I promise you, like, if you think you know what Old English is because you've read, like, the King James Version, apparently it's not Old English. Apparently there's that's an older the middle English. child. Yeah, there's an Old English <laughs> that I can't read. It's yeah. crazy. So that was some of the first English. You like, just can't read. <laughs> yeah, I just can't read. Uh, those are some of the first, like, English appearances of it. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the earlier references I found was from the 1400s, and it was um, in a book from France. There's also some orthodox traditions when you said france for some reason i thought francis and i just thought about this guy <laughs> just a random guy and i was like a guy even francis in the 1400s france? wrote a book about it too we all know francis um <laughs> so there's that there's some early orthodox traditions around it uh there is a guy in the sixth century his name was philothbus oh i said that that's wrong. right that's right no one knows Philo no one knows yeah, okay that's yeah. what it is no one knows i'm not gonna say it again um theophilus uh, and he lived in Greece and, uh, he had some stories about it. Right. So there's some just like random early recognitions of it. I think there's some more like popularized versions in our modern day of like the devil went down to Georgia. A lot of us know that song, classic song, you know, a, a and that's guy, why the South had slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it started a guy <laughs> the, like the story of the song is like, there's a guy, the devil appears to him. They have this fiddle off in their fiddles mm. and he beats the devil in a fiddle contest mm -hmm. and the devil gives him a fiddle of gold. But uh, he says if he loses the fiddle battle, he loses his soul and gets the soul, right? So it's kind of like most of the appearances I've seen are like folklore, kind of myth, story versions, right? Because it's not in the Bible, it seems like. Like, at least in the references that I have, that I've looked up, it's not directly in the Bible. There's not a story of someone who sold their soul to the devil for this much money or this much power or whatever. We can maybe make some inferences in a few places and we'll go, yeah. and we'll go into that in a little bit. But it doesn't seem like there's a direct story. There's not the term selling your soul to the devil. Mm. And there's not a story of someone who sold their soul to the exactly. devil and got it back. Exactly. When I did a little bit bigger uh, of a, a search, I found some people. I don't know if they were historians necessarily. I couldn't find any like scholarly uh, backings for a lot of this stuff. But I found one guy who had written some stuff on it. And he said that it dates back to early uh, pagan mythology and that it was introduced into Judaism uh, pretty early on even before Christianity, mm. um, originating, like if you go into, and this makes sense, if you go into a lot of the early uh, religions of the world, there are more 
uh, myths and stories about people selling their souls to different gods for servitude, stuff like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have it in uh, Gilgamesh, which is a Mesopotamian story, uh, one of the earliest stories, stuff like that. And yeah. so it was introduced from pagan mythology into Judaism and then just kind of throughout history into Christianity. But it would more be in the popular tradition, not really in writing necessarily. Yeah. I really don't I, – I tried to look up what early church fathers said about it, and I couldn't find much. I'm sure there's something. Probably, right? but that's a lot of church fathers I've, to go through. I've read church history and some church fathers, but I just haven't read everything. And then I also don't remember everything I read, so I couldn't find it. But I couldn't – yeah, I don't remember there being writings about it that, mm-hmm. I've, that I've read. Right. But maybe there's something, right? But it seems mostly to be with in myth that's kind of – found its way into Christianity, Judaism, our popular culture throughout the ages and kind of gone in and out of popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, in our time, there are people who have tried to sell their souls to the devil. Yeah. Right? Obviously, lots of musicians talk about doing it. It's in movies all the time. Uh, Didn't people, Jay-Z do that? Uh, I think that was the or Beyonce. the legend, but I don't think it was like a legit thing. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but people, people do it all the time, right? Out, outside of like covens and stuff like that just in the popular culture because i think it's pretty obvious like if you're a satanist or maybe not a satanist if you're in like a coven or you're in that kind of a cultish background you're selling your soul to the devil right like that's just a given we're not super surprised by that but we have seen lots of musicians do it they'll say mm-hmm. i sold my soul for the fame and fortune it was a classic like trope like in yeah. maybe the like 70s 80s 90s or people sell a soul get out of it maybe become a Christian yeah. and then talk about it. Yeah. And so there's stories where people like there's, there's personal testimonies people have of, of this thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So whether it's biblical or not, I'm not sure we're going to talk about it in a second, mm-hmm. but historically it seems to just be a cultural kind of thing. Now we can think about like just practically what is selling your soul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think when I think about it, it's like you come to a table, the devil's on the other side of the table and you're here and you're like, what do you want? And you're like, I would like $50,000 or I would like That's, fame and fortune. You know what I mean? You can get that for at a job. You could just get a job for You don't have to sell your soul for 50000 <laughs> yeah. You could just get a job. Yeah. <laughs> you become, guys, you become a manager at In-N-Out and you can make way more than $50,000 a year. You make 100000 It's a lot. <laughs> People made 50000 a year on unemployment during COVID. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? They did. Nice. I did we don't make money. I should have been on unemployment, dude. I know. I, I literally, when COVID happened, I thought, I was like, can I get on unemployment right now? Like, they're just giving out to everybody. But I have no record of, like, having a job because mm. we're volunteers. Mm-hmm. So I have doubt. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So, to me, that's what seems like a very transactional kind of thing. And that's not usually how... I think that's how the culture thinks about selling your soul. But I don't think that's how it actually works. Right. Right? I think that is sort of a... Maybe even something the devil made up. You know, who knows? Uh, mm, that's a really interesting point we can we, we talk about it but i don't think it's like a biblical thing necessarily mm. there are in my opinion biblical versions of selling your soul and mm. we can get into those i don't necessarily think this is one what interesting you, what do you think well yeah we'll just jump right into the bible verses then because then we can talk about it and and discuss it mm. it is interesting because there's some bible verses that seem to infer that yes you can sell your soul um at least forfeit it but that ha- that doesn't mean selling and there's other verses specifically one um, that we'll talk about that kind of lean towards you can't. So I'll read Mm. two, excuse me, I'll read two that say, or kind of lean towards the idea that you can, and then I'll follow up with Mm. the one that says you can't, and then we'll discuss it back and forth. 
Yeah. Um, First, before you read those, mm -hmm. just your opinion. Do you think the classic view, in my opinion, of what selling your soul is, this transaction, like a something for something, you're giving mm -hmm. your devil's, mm -hmm. your soul for, for something, you think that's legit and can happen with, with Satan or with a demon? I think you can offer, I think that selling your soul is a possibility, but it's not probably what people assume it to be. Mm, it's more of like a... Uh, before you say that, yeah. do you think just for the classic version, do you think that can happen? Like you can just sell like, your... Could I right now denounce Christ? No. And, and, saved, always saved. Go to, and go to the devil and say, I will give you my soul if you give me this thing. I think you could say that. And I think it's likely you'll get that thing. So it could But happen. I don't know if it means that you don't have control of your soul. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's different though. Yeah. I could so do I, I could sell my soul. I don't know if it's like, if that says yes or no to the mm -hmm. classical definition. Yeah. Because I think you can go through all those steps and you can get the, the quote unquote reward. Mm -hmm. You can get the money, the fame that you want. But where's your soul? Who has it? Is there yeah. a stamp on it? You know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a little bit different. I think I agree. I do think it's more of a rare thing. I don't. I did talk to a homeless man yesterday who said that he died and went to heaven and God gave him a new Bible and a commission to kill people with black souls. Ooh. And he told me he comes down and looks at people and sees black souls and he kills them. And I said, you can't actually kill people. He's like, no, but I can. I was like, no, but uncle, the Bible says you can't. He's like, I got another Bible. God gave me a Bible and he told me to go kill people with black souls. And I what was like, what does the black soul mean? I don't know. I was like, do you mean like casting like out the, demons? Like, like the music? Like he's like, he's like, he's like, they're, they're controlled by people. I was like, wait, I was like, do you mean you're, you're physically killing people or you're casting out demons? He's like, yeah, I'm casting out demons. I was like, so you're not killing them. And he goes, no, I'm killing them. <laughs> he's like, I'm killing the people. I was like, no, but demons aren't people. So you're not killing the people. You're just casting out the demon. He's like, I'm killing people. And then you realize he was on meth and none of this is true. <laughs> I was like, uncle, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. But. Interesting. Yeah. So in my opinion, so, I think it's, it can happen, but it is hard. Like I. Mm, interesting. I, I don't think I could sell my soul to the devil and just get something that I want unless the opportunity was presented to me. I feel like that would be something the devil or a demon would have to come to me and be like. Like I'll, a salesman out here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause honestly, I don't think I could do that. Like it just seems kind of silly to me that anybody who wants to sell their soul could just do that i feel like there's certain people that <laughs> Some people try to sell a soul the devil looks at them and like nah nah it's not worth it. you don't have enough influence yeah, yeah. Nah. right i don't see it and you don't got the potential That's sorry kind of nerdy <laughs> i don't see a doja cat in you sorry <laughs> that's all funny you're just an average white dude <laughs> nah. <laughs> the podcast you'd start from that wouldn't be good enough i don't think so sorry <laughs> Or someone was like, I want to sell my soul. They're like, you're already doing enough work for my kingdom. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I don't need you. I really don't need Which it. Which is bad. You know, you should probably stop working for the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, honestly, that's more of the answer most people would get. I do think that demons have offered that to some people. Mm -hmm. though, right? Mm -hmm. Even though it's not necessarily in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I do think it has happened. Well, it makes sense, right? Because there's people who crave nothing more than fame and money. Mm -hmm. Like it, that is their God. That's the thing they're serving. They'll say, I will do whatever mm -hmm. to get to that status. Mm -hmm. And that's an opportunity for the devil or demons or whatever the enemy is to say like, Hey, go get them, you know, like tell them they can sell their soul, mm -hmm. you know? Go get them and, and then they maybe get presented or maybe there's like people who are, working in the occult who have all like it's kind of like a religion like a church and so you see someone who's like i want all this money i want all this fame and then people in the occult recognize that and they say hey i can give you that i can get you all this mm -hmm. if you sell your soul yeah to the devil 
Yeah. And, and they're like the hands and feet of the enemy on Earth. That's true. You know, which is, I think, happens. I think the occult yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, so read read your verses. Read the Bible. So these two verses are both from Matthew. They promote the idea that you possibly can sell your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first one, we're going to look at Matthew 4, 8 through 10. If you have your Bibles with you or if you want to do picture in picture and go to your Bible app. Crack them open. Um, yeah, type them open. Crack them open. Uh, so this is uh, when Satan's tempting Jesus. He says, again, the devil took him, Jesus, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Hmm. Then Jesus said, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. So part of that's kind of like, well, Satan seems to imply that if you were like, he's telling Jesus, if you worship me, I'll give you all this and all the kingdoms of the world. Kind of seems like Satan was trying to get him to sell his soul, quote unquote. There's a little bit of language in there. Yeah. Two thoughts on that, though. Okay. Maybe maybe two, maybe more. Um, one, the Bible says that Satan is a liar and that's all he can do. Yeah. So if he's saying, I will give you all these things, he could totally be lying. Yeah. He could totally have no authority. But the Bible does say he's the little G God of this world. Like, kind of how, like, Adam was the authority of this world. He gave it over when he said. Prince sinned. of the air. Yeah, but Jesus came and took it back. Right. Yeah. Prince of the air. And so there's an aspect where he could Son totally lying. be lying. Totally yeah. could be lying. Second, the Bible says that God owns all the cattle on all the hills, mm-hmm. right? Meaning he owns it all. So it, it, there's two things right there where I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is just Satan kind of trying to lie to Jesus, mm-hmm. trying to get him. As soon as Jesus worships him, he's like, ha, ah, sucker, I'm not going to give you nothing. Yeah. Totally more likely in my maybe. opinion. Um, second verse that kind of um, implies that you can sell your soul is found with Jesus himself speaking. He says, for, for whoever, this is Matthew 16, for who would ever save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Wow. So, you, you can could, give your soul for something? You could say like, yeah, gain the whole world and forfeit your soul. Mm. Meaning you, there's a transaction. Yeah. You gave up your soul. You got the whole world. Right. And it's clear in this passage. It's like, who are you giving your soul to? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. are you giving your soul to the Lord or are you giving it to? Right. Jesus kind of pits himself and the world against each other because he says, yeah, if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. But what will gain if you what, what what does it do for you if you gain the whole world? Yeah, there's a clear kind of transaction kind of going on here. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty clear. This water is really gross. Yeah. Been in there for weeks. <laughs> So <laughs> it's all right. It's in an airlocked container, guys. It's basically three three hours old. Does old water exist? That's the next podcast. Can mold grow where no air has entered it? Yes. I checked it. There's no mold. I checked. Yes, it, yes, it can. Mold can grow. We don't know. No, we do not. We don't know. It I've, has happened. I've never done a study. I have. I've, I've never, seen it. I've never done a study. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. Um, yeah. So yeah, this, this verse does kind of imply that if you get, forfeit your soul, you get the whole world. Mm-hmm. But that could be so many things more than just selling. Yeah. It could mean I forfeited really cool Lego my soul. Collection. What's that? Lego collection? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I forfeited my soul in the idea that I just didn't follow Jesus. Yeah. Therefore, I followed the world. Yeah. And I gained the world. And a Lego I, collection. And a Lego collection. Yeah. But I gave up my soul. Yeah. So there's an idea where you can forfeit it and not necessarily sell it. Hmm. But I also could see how someone could think that this means... You're selling your soul. Well, I feel like there is still kind of a transaction because you're getting something by not getting Jesus. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get the world. Yeah. Which is just all of like, not necessarily it's all yours to do whatever you want. with, Right. But you get to be a part of this world in a worldly manner. Yeah. It's like you can be part of this system or that system. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm going to give up my right to be in this system so I can be here. Yeah. You know, so that's really interesting. Now for a verse that kind of says that you can't sell your soul. At least I mm. interpret it that way. Uh, maybe you could say it. way back to the OT. The Old Testament. Ezekiel 18.4 says, this is God speaking. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. So we can talk about that last part later. That's just, the, you know, that's just repent. You don't have to die. Interesting. Um, don't think that if you ever sin, just like if you're a Christian, you sin that you're going to die. I mean, you do die if you sin. That's what it says. And that's what the Bible the says. The soul too. who sins. Yeah. Anyone who sins dies. The wages of sin is death. That's true. I guess you could say that we're we're going to die a physical life. Yeah, of because course. Of sin. I think that's what I was talking about. Yeah, because okay. you sin here, you die immediately. I was just thinking, not immediately. Immediately you die. We would all sin. be dead. No, you spiritually die okay, when you sin. Add that caveat. Immediately. Add what the, that caveat. <laughs> the Bible doesn't add that caveat. <laughs> but basically, right before that, God says, all souls are mine. So yeah. the question is, if all souls are his, he's the owner of the souls. Mm -hmm. Can someone sell their soul? Yeah. If it doesn't belong to them. Mm -hmm. The clear the clear answer is that the Bible contradicts itself and that it's not the true word of God because Matthew says that you can and Ezekiel says you can't. So Derry's going to not be a co-host on the show anymore. <laughs> I thought this is the things you don't hear in church podcasts. That's true. <laughs> uh, we're also Christians. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, Derry doesn't actually believe that. But it is interesting that it kind of seems like, oh, wait, can I forfeit my soul or can I not? Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you can forfeit, but it's still like mm -hmm. God owns it and yeah. he's going to, and maybe he lent it out to you. Yeah. Kind of like. I think there's a pretty, pretty clear distinction. Like God is the creator, founder, owner, ruler of everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like there isn't anything on this world that God is still not sovereign over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though like the prince of the air is in this world, right? Satan. Um, if you so wait, wait, him. wait, wait, wait. So God owns a soul mm -hmm. and he gave it to us to steward maybe. Yeah capitalism wow crazy god uh, maybe someone owns a business to give to a manager to to work with but ultimately <laughs> they're the owner i'm Republican there's not now. shared there's not shared ownership there's no marxism <laughs> in the kingdom of god yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like the the uh, message or the parable of the talents same thing yeah yeah <laughs> clear but uh yeah so with that being said these verses i still this is this is why i think that I don't know if you can sell your soul, mm -hmm. but I think people can be deceived into thinking they sold their soul. Mm -hmm. Because if you can sell your soul, the question is, can you then be saved? Define what you mean by selling your soul. Um, giving it away? Giving it away. So you don't have ownership of it. It's not yours anymore. So like, gotcha. I sell my soul. I don't have ownership of it. I'm giving it to demons. Uh -huh. Demons have the right to do whatever they want to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a, I can't control that. Yeah. And I'm going to go to hell. Yeah. And you can't do anything about it. Can't you can't saved. do anything about it. Right. Yeah. So in that definition, I'd say you can't sell your soul because I think even if you did what is called selling your soul, mm -hmm. I think you can still have a revelation who Jesus is, repent. And I think the blood of Jesus is stronger yeah. than any perceived transaction. Mm. And if it's not, then we have to question how powerful God's salvation mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. I think the devil is so sneaky, right? Like they're 
this is a clearly like an extra biblical practice of directly selling your soul to the devil himself to get something right. Mm -hmm. seems like scripturally it's like you can either follow Christ and give your soul to the Lord whose it is, or you can choose to give it away to the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And squander it death, uh, an earthly death. Right. Like makes sense. And maybe a spiritual death. Yeah. Well, spiritual death. Yeah. Uh, but it's so interesting how clever the enemy is because he's like, this can't happen. Like clearly souls are the Lord's right. Ezekiel mm -hmm. says that, but I'm going to get people to believe that they can't get it back anymore, mm -hmm. that they're too far gone. They're beyond saving anymore. And he does that all the time. Right. But in a very direct, like uh physical exemplification exemplification of this, selling your soul to the devil, mm -hmm. right? Someone mm -hmm. who sells their soul to the devil or maybe does something so bad. They feel like they've lost their soul or given it to the devil or something lost it forever classic fear that people have you know mm -hmm. what i mean and you feel like i can never repent i can never come to the lord's so people don't right. so people don't don't try they feel like they're too far gone or they feel like i've given my soul away you know i traded it i i gave it for this thing i don't need to try to even if i'm regretful and repentful mm -hmm. now i can't give it back to the lord which is completely not true right, right? and we've talked about the unforgivable sin mm -hmm. on this podcast before like we think that's we know, a good point to bring in too we think you know a pretty clear e exemplification of what it is that can't be forgiven and can be forgiven mm -hmm. and this isn't in that category right and so the thing is yeah people who think they sold their soul are like okay i wanted money i wanted fame i got mm -hmm. it then they realize it's worthless and then they're yeah. like oh man i i sold my soul there's no hope for me i can't be saved i might as well just keep working for the devil mm, yeah. and that's the trick right the devil doesn't own your soul. Now, the reason someone might think the devil owns their soul is because they said this magic phrase, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'll give Bidi my Bidi soul. Boo. Yeah. And, and the devil, like you said, is like, obviously that can't happen. But if they think it can, I'm going to capitalize mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. And so the devil's going to be like, oh, you think you can sell your soul? Yeah. 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 You can sell your soul. It's oh, like, yeah. You totally can. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and he's just looking at his other demons like, this guy. Don't, don't tell him. You know, yeah. and so there's that idea where they think, oh, I, I think I sold my soul. So there's no hope, right? If you believe that lie, there's no hope that you can be saved. But if you think you sold your soul mm. and then you realize, wait, no, Jesus will still forgive me. Mm -hmm. Like there's still salvation. The gospel yep. is still true and I can be redeemed. I, the Lord can have my soul and everything that I've wasted my life and God can redeem and I can actually live a life that glorify God, mm -hmm. glorifies God and brings life to the world and others around me. Yeah. Like that is powerful. Yeah. Right. Like, like the gospel reaches that deep and pulls people out of it. And that happens. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why I'm like, man, if someone thinks they sold their soul, it'd be crazy if anyone listening to this was yeah. like, oh, that's me. But like you, you can be redeemed. You can be restored. And and so the question is how, if you think you've sold your soul, do you unsell it, quote unquote? Hmm. And the answer, I think, is repentance, right? It's turning to Jesus. It's believing the gospel. The Bible says that Jesus died once for all sins. And so your sins are paid for on the cross. Hmm. And you have the opportunity to receive forgiveness at the feet of Jesus, turning, right, so repentance means to turn away from your lifestyle, to follow Jesus, and, and you can, yeah, see your life restored and see mm. the gospel come forward in your life. Yeah, Romans 8, uh, 39 was what I was reminded of as you were speaking. And you know, classic verse, most of us know, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. Right? Pretty clear, pretty it's straightforward. So good. It's so good. Right? The enemy may lie to you over and over, try to get you to fear that you're too far gone or that you've done something that's unforgivable. But the fact is that you haven't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you may have gotten scared in 
Sunday school or in youth group or in church because the pastor was talking about unforgivable sin or you think you sold your soul to the devil one day at a at a sleepover when you guys were playing with the Ouija board or something like you have don't it. do that still yeah so don't do that but you can be forgiven <laughs> yeah yeah it's like don't draw on the walls but you can be forgiven yeah no are you but, a parent uh, like what what do you mean like you know kids like have, little, 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 kid? little kids i don't but oh, i know okay, like yeah, yeah. dude someone stayed in my house little kid and they drew on my walls dang <laughs> so, not have i saw the crown sure. i was like are you serious yeah <laughs> that's funny nice okay so i think just one comment i wanted to make on what you were saying earlier there in my opinion is no difference between someone who has sold their soul directly to the devil so made some kind of transaction where they got something and someone who is like like the uh matthew says has just given it up for the world mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. anybody living a life for money or for fame or for their own self-gratification or whatever it is is doing the exact same thing as someone who has sold their soul to the devil there's yeah. no difference in my mind in god's eyes yeah i could be wrong but in my view of it like there's no difference you've sold your soul to the same dark side mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's there's not a different dark side you sold your soul to right you know what i mean right. like it's you're, the same one yeah and jesus says you're either for me or against me and so yeah. if you're not living a life that's glorifying to god you're living a life that's glorifying self and ultimately glorifying Satan because yeah. Satan just doesn't want God glorified. Yeah. So anything that doesn't glorify God is glorifying Satan. Yeah. Um, nice. So let's get into, are there warnings on Google? This is more of the, oh, comedic, yeah. the comedic stage. Of so we world. talked about how, how God would help you not lose your soul. But now let's, let's talk about how Google thinks you can. <laughs> I love Did these. you sell your soul for one small payment of $5,000.99? <laughs> Five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Exactly. You can get your soul redeemed. Yep. Um, what is the first thing that comes up when you Google this? Let me look. Can you sell your soul? No. Um, when you Google it, there's like one website that immediately comes up. What I Googled, can someone unsell their soul? And it says, how to tell if someone sold their soul. 12 obvious signs. Obvious signs. When I, I just Googled, <laughs> I Googled, can you sell your soul? And the first web page that came up was life hacker. <laughs> how to sell your soul to the devil. <laughs> like a complete what? guide. How to sell your soul to the devil. Jeez. It's pretty funny. Like when you read through it, it goes through like, how can you sell your soul to the devil? I know it sounds like a fun pastime and it's just like all of these like funny things. Mm. And it's like, it's kind of making light of it. Of like, haha, like this can't actually happen. But if it was, if it could, here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And, it, but then it gets really deep. Like it kind of starts off like joking of like, here's how you sell your soul to the devil. Here are like some stories about it. And then it goes to like, it gets like really deep, really fast. It's like how to, how to join a coven, how to sell what? your soul, like in a coven. How to sell your soul if you don't want to be a part of a coven. Like, and it gets really in-depth really fast. And like, whoa, I thought this was a joke. Jeez. Oh it's my not a joke. Gosh. Life hackers? Yeah. It's not a joke. They're like, you, I'm starting making $2,000 a week. It's like all those like yeah. YouTube entrepreneurs. They're like, I just sold my soul. It's pretty funny. And then if you go to Quora.com, which I also think is a funny website that has great answers to stuff sometimes, mm -hmm. but also mostly funny ones. It says... Uh, can you sell your soul to the devil? Question mark. And the first answer is, uh, someone says, what are the benefits of selling your soul what? to the devil? That's like one of the, the first comments. None. Someone just listening, like, what are the benefits? And the person says, there are none. Yes. <laughs> that's like, that's like the first comment. That's oh, someone love that. It's awesome. I just love reading comments for stuff. There are none. The devil's a trickster. He'll promise you the world, anything you want, but eternity is a lot worse with him. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But yeah, if you go through all of these, like all these people, there's like how to's. There's way too many how to's also. How to sell your soul to the devil. Like, yeah, why? People have why? way too much time. You guys, 
I mean, half of it's probably trolls. But mm, maybe. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of views on a lot of these. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's funny. There's like an article, how to sell your soul to the devil. And the argument, the article right below that is, what do you do if you realize you can't pay rent? <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Well, like, the oh. devil has one solution. <laughs> it's like, well, I got an answer for that right above, actually. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In the article I just read. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I looked up. Uh, That's a targeted ad right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Give this ad to everyone trying to sell their soul to the devil. What do you I, do if you can't make rent? I looked up, can you unsell your soul? And it took me to this website called No Matters. Can you get a refund? And it says, No Matters is a space to explore your perspectives related to more esoteric side of spirituality. Oh. From twin flames to psychic to dream interpretations. We cover it all. So, so they have some they have some thoughts on how you... Mm. 14 consequences of selling your soul and how to get it back. Mm. Uh, we're not going to read the consequences. Wait, just read some of the highlights. I'm read the highlights? Okay. Wait, what is your struggle? What was the struggle one? You, you will, will be lonely. lonely. Why? I thought you could join a coven. Dude, yeah. Coven's like... Probably got a lot of friends in there. You don't be lonely. You won't feel like yourself anymore. You feel like a different... That's because there's a... Okay, this, they're right. They're right here. I will say... You know, a broken clock's tw tw right twice a day. Yeah. Right. Of course, you'll still have friends and family, but you won't feel like yourself anymore. Anymore, you'll feel like a different person. That's because if you think you sold your soul, you probably just opened yourself up to demons. Yeah. And there's probably demons oppressing you. You know, there's probably demons living somewhere inside of you. Yeah. You know, if you take your your the idea that your your body's like a house and there's different rooms, some demons snuck in some rooms there. Now you can be delivered. The power of God is very isn't powerful. True at all. That's untrue. Why not read everything like that now? You'll feel like you're less than human. Oh, interesting. You might be because demons are less than human. So actually, these, these esoteric people yeah. might be honest something. They're just missing Christ. What would a gifted, a gifted advisor, advisor say? say? What kind of gifted? What, yeah, who are we talking about? Are you talking about? Just like really good at Like a ball. musically gifted advisor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, What's the next one? Your moral compass disappears. Whoa, interesting. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Demons, yeah. yeah this is Keep going. You'll feel lost and lost empty inside. It's kind of a repeat of number one. Yeah. This they're just like, you know, we gotta fill up an essay with so many words. Wait, it makes it impossible for God, what does that say? What does it say? It says and it makes it impossible for God to do anything in your life Whoa, for what? anyone else to help you. Wow, interesting. It makes you an outcast from the world of humanity and God's plan for the world. Whoa! Esoteric. That's kind of true. Yeah, but, but I mean these guys are they're esoteric God can still and help you. like not Christian. I guess hmm. I didn't outright say I'm not Christian. Struggle to make decisions. Interesting. What's the next one? You just have indecisiveness. Too many You're voices. just super indecisive. <laughs> Too many voices in your head telling you what to do. Do I want chicken or you fish? can't free your mind. That's just oh, a, kind okay. of repetitive. Yeah. And that's it. Um, oh, wait, no. You start lying to yourself and others. Possibly. I've yeah. never sold my soul, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, all these different things. We do a let's play of, of how to sell your soul to the devil. First hand experience. <laughs> a day in the life. A vlog. Sell yeah, your right. soul vlog. I bet that exists actually. Probably. 100% that's on YouTube. This doesn't this says it doesn't mean you can't get your soul back if you haven't done everything listed below. Oh. But it's a good starting point. So apparently you can get your soul back by no matters. Now this is again, like I said before, we're looking at this as a comedic sense because we think the only way is to find Jesus. Read the list of how you take care of yourself or how you get your soul oh, it's right there. If you go down, it says how to get your soul back and then read the list of things this one right, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself so that nothing bad happens to your body, mind, soul, soul again. again. What does that mean? Spend time in nature. Is I got demons doing? in me. What do I do? Just take care of yourself. Dude, just, just go out in nature. Eat some just broccoli. <laughs> just stop. Try to reconnect with your past. Yeah, yeah. It says spend time in nature and try to reconnect with your past. Get rid of negative people in your life. Like the coven I joined. <laughs> <laughs> Travel. Travel. Because you're already feeling lonely. So just go. <laughs> 
So I like how like the the answer to this spiritual question is just not spiritual at all. Yeah, nothing spiritual. Just all physical. How about repent things. for allowing demons in and ask God to free you? Yeah, like if you're it clearly admitting that there's a dark side in your life and that you can be possessed by demons, like maybe, maybe there's walk, an maybe other walk park's side. Not it. Let's go to the other direction. <laughs> they said try to okay they said one of the consequences that you'll feel lonely and their solution is try to be more social and make, make friends, friends with new people that's awesome you're just like demon possessed like having nightmares every night like forgetting time and just like ill and stuff oh like that and they're like why don't you go for a walk yeah you're trying to make friends you're having the what's it called that night where a demon sits on your chest i feel like these are things like your mom would tell to you if you're like not having right. a good time you're having a sleep paralysis and there's yeah. demons oppressing you and you're like you tried going on a walk why don't you make friends? <laughs> Just make some friends. But sometimes using these tips you have and getting your soul back is hard. In this case, you <laughs> might need help from an experienced advisor. What do they mean by that? To help your soul back. They just don't want to say a Christian or a pastor. Yeah, right. And a genuine advisor. Just say pastor. They recommend a psychic source. That's what they recommend. Click the link. Let's see what happens. I'm talking to myself. We get on a Zoom call and we just have a live interview with the... Oh, they, $1 per minute? They offer psychic readings if you need help becoming not demon possessed anymore let's what if we did one dollar for per minute and we on the phone try to convert them to jesus it'd be funny live conversion we've we tried we want to do that for a little bit mm. Mm. that'd be hilarious um interesting yeah yeah but don't so, don't go to this website i don't think it will work no, it's not gonna help you i wish there was reviews is there like ratings like this helped me so much <laughs> personal testimony scroll down scroll down Guys, this says Yo, the next article. <laughs> yeah. The next article under it. This next article says 15 steps to manifest a girlfriend almost <laughs> almost right away. <laughs> now this is probably witchcraft because there is actual wit like love witchcraft that you can do. Like I I've looked like in like bookstores. In book no, I got married through the Lord. Amen. Um through, in bookstores, there's like witchcraft books about like um how to get people to love you more it's it's demonic you feel it's just yeah are you what are you I'm trying to scroll down to the bottom of the page so i can oh, read yeah reviews. they just keep loading more oh my god the gosh. more you scroll the more articles Dude, you can doom scroll this website i've never seen that before i right, go to the top i understand yoga for spiritual healing go to the no. top is there reviews because i wanted to see if they like left reviews on the article um there's stuff about the artist i don't think there's about reviews. the arthur i mean yeah there's no reviews dang it that'd be so funny if there was like this helped me so much or like, this is a useless article. Like, I still don't have my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I did all the things you recommended and I still can't find my soul. I went on a park and the demons just yelled at me the whole time. <laughs> when did the voices in my head stop? I've been going on park walks every day. I, can't I moved to them. nature. Now it's worse. <laughs> now it's worse. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so don't really spend your time on this article. That was just That's just for fun. Yeah. Um, so in conclusion, in conclusion, in conclusion, we think you can sell your soul. It's not super different from just selling your soul to the world generally. Still yeah. the same world of darkness. This is pretty clearly like an extra biblical kind of thing. But there is still some kind of transaction you can do with the world and selling your soul. But clearly, above all of those things, the Lord is still the Lord of all souls. Still mm -hmm. has ownership of all souls. You can never give it away and never get it back kind of a thing. Seems like to right. be what we kind of came right. from. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So you can't sell your soul in reality and never give it back. You can always be saved and repent and come back to know the Lord. Do that if you haven't. That would be great. Anyone listening to this that has sold their soul. Um, that was not me farting. That was me moving my phone case. Very definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can do it again. Okay. I, I can't replicate it, but I promise I wasn't farting. Here. Yeah. Get, get the mic down there. There we go.
It's just my phone. So, anyways, um, uh, like, subscribe, uh, Patreon, social media, all that kind of stuff, and we'll see you guys again next time. See ya.